Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So let the gun grabbing begin on the left, wasting absolutely no time. The left, of course, never letting a crisis go to waste. Joe Biden and his liberal totalitarians now want to leverage the tragedy in Boulder to take your guns. Don't believe me? I'm going to provide to you video evidence today of exactly their intentions because they're telling you them. And I'll show you again Joe Biden debating himself on the issue. There's always a winner in that. It's Joe Biden because he takes opposing positions on everything because he doesn't have a spine to stand up to his radical leftist base. I got that. I'm going to try to get to something about the Christy Nome thing yesterday. I think you should hear both sides of that. It'll be brief on that one. And also Barack Obama re-entering the political scene to stoke racial animus with Al Sharpton and others to make sure they can provoke the country into extreme racial animus because liberalism is a forest fire. Disgusting. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Stand up to big tech today. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let's get right to it. I've got a ton of video today um, as well from other leftists who now want to dump the filibuster to come take your guns. They are definitely committed to disarming America and making you helpless. That's been their agenda for a very, very long time now. Today's show brought to you by Podium. If you've been around long enough, you remember the following technology innovations. In the 90s, your business needed an email address. By the 2000s, you needed a website. By 2010, you got ahead by having a social media presence. I'm telling you that 2021, your business needs to be texting. Podium is the messaging platform to power your business. It helps you reach your customers wherever they are. Business messaging with Podium helps you gain reviews, collect payments, communicate with customers, and capture leads, all from a single inbox. Podium helps you adapt to the changing customer expectations of our time. When I find out a business can text, I'm going to use that business because it's more convenient. South Tampa Family and Cosmetic Dentistry collected nearly 1,200 reviews, averaging 4.9 stars. Quote, the number of walk-ins as a result of our reviews has skyrocketed. Before, we were seeing maybe 50 to 100 new patients a month. Now we're seeing closer to 200. That was Dr. Wyatt of South Tampa Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. America's Carmark collected 21,000 leads through web chat. Before Podium, we had a contact us form. Could have been days before anyone got back to our customer. Our response time has been cut down to minutes. That was TJ, Digital Experience Manager at America's Carmark. Find out today how Podium can help your business reach more customers. Get started free today at Podium, P-O-D-I-U-M.com slash Bongino. That's Podium.com slash Bongino. Go today. All right, Joe, let's go. Look at it. All right. So the gun grabbing begins. It only took two months. Joe Biden, two months in office, already flip-flopping on himself, debating himself because he has no spine, can't stand up to the radical left. They have no evidence at all. Any of their gun grabbing measures have ever worked or will work, but evidence never got in the way of a Democrat pushing a talking point. Let's start off with this video taken during the 2016 campaign. Here is angry Joe Biden. Got a little bit of a temper myself, so I get that. But here's angry Joe Biden uh, in the face of a union worker. Uh, I'm not sure where this was. Maybe it's Pennsylvania. But the union worker approaches him. The, uh, forgive us for the audio. Joe cleaned it up the best he could here. But there's a crowd around. It's a campaign event. It's not a professional mic here. It's someone recording on a cell phone. Union worker walks up to Joe Biden when he was campaigning for the presidency and says, hey, Joey, so what's this deal about you trying to take our guns? 
And watch Joe Biden uh, with the angry response from Joe Biden as he tries to claim, no, 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 he's not trying to take anybody's guns. Check this out. How you intend on getting the union vote when there's a large portion of the union workers that are gun enthusiasts and you are actively trying to diminish our Second Amendment right and take away our guns? You're full of sh- All right, thank now, you. Now, now, shush. Shush. I support the Second Amendment. Hey, wait. <laughs> he supports the Second Amendment. Yeah. Don't worry. He's only trying to take your AR-14, which he says later in the thing. I don't even know what an AR-14 is. Is there an Armalite rifle 14? I don't know. I have, was there a, a 14th version of the 15th? Who knows? Um, he's a liar. He's an angry liar and a fraud. By the way, did you notice? I saw Guy laugh. Did you notice the part where he gets even angrier at his staffer? The staffer tries to stop this conversation because she realizes right quick, she realizes this is going to break bad. And that angry Joe is coming out like Bruce Banner style. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Or was he David Banner in the in the show? I forget. Remember, it's David and Bruce change back and forth. But she senses that. She tries to stop the conversation. And Biden, if you're watching the video, you saw it. If you're listening, you heard him say, no, no, you shush. You shush. He's not talking to the union worker. He's talking to his staffer. My humble opinion, IMHO, I would quit right there if I was that staffer. There is nothing worse to tell people than to shush them with your finger. Nothing. I hate that. I can't stand that. I think I did that once to Paula, and that did not end well. I don't even think I said shush. I think I just like, you know, when you put the finger up to stop someone from talking, don't do it. Just don't. So Biden says he's not, he loves the Second Amendment. He supports it. His words, right? Gee, you heard it. Joe heard it. Right? Everybody heard it? Supports yeah, the Second Amendment. That. Everybody get it? Yeah, he got it. I heard it. Everybody heard it? Well, here's a video taken from yesterday after the uh, uh, incident in Boulder, Colorado. Here's Joe Biden yesterday, again, debating Joe Biden. Check this out. This is the one thing I do know enough to say on in terms of what's happened there. While we're still waiting for more information regarding the shooter, his motive, the weapons he used, the guns, the magazines, the weapons, the modifications that apparently have taken place to those weapons that are involved here. I don't need to wait another minute, let alone an hour, to take common sense steps that will save the lives in the future and to urge my colleagues in the House and Senate to act. We can ban assault weapons and high capacity magazines in this country once again. I got that done when I was a senator. It passed. It was law for the longest time. And it brought down these mass killings. Really? A couple takeaways from that. Joe Biden flip-flopping on himself. I'm for the Second Amendment. Joe Biden yesterday. I'm not for the Second Amendment. Which Joe Biden's real? The answer is neither one. He's inauthentic. He's a fraud. Uh, He's a phony. But a couple of takeaways. He follows the Democrat playbook, and at least he acknowledges that he has no idea what the motive is. He has no idea about the facts of the case in Boulder, Colorado. He acknowledges it. You heard it. Folks, rewind the video. Hit the 15-second back button if you're listening to the podcast. He, or if you're listening on terrestrial radio, just do it in your brain. Rewind. You know what he just said. He follows the liberal playbook of, I don't know anything about this, but I'm just going to jump to a conclusion anyway. Because that's what we do. Remember, folks, liberals are all about, dreaded air quotes, all about the science. Despite the fact that science has a process. Gather facts, analyze facts, develop a hypothesis, 
first, use facts to back up that hypothesis, gather them, then come to a conclusion whether your hypothesis is right. Last time I checked, that was the scientific method. The liberals who claim to love science throw the scientific fact-gathering, data-gathering process totally out the window when they jump to the conclusion that they know what's going to work despite the fact that they don't know what happened to solve a problem they don't even understand. At, at least Sleepy Joe admitted it. At least he admitted that he doesn't know anything. Most times liberals pretend they know. So Joe's just like, yeah, I don't really know anything about this, but I'm going to just come to a conclusion anyway. Huh? So he says something else in there. He brings up the fact that they're going to try to push for an assault weapons ban. He says, I was actively behind this assault weapons ban and it worked. Hey, we're all about facts here, folks. Facts, data. So if it worked, certainly there's evidence it worked because the assault weapons ban happened during the Clinton administration. And there's been research on the assault weapons ban. I use that. I'm saying that that way because liberals never actually define what an assault weapon actually is. Um, it can't be a category without a non-category, right? What's a non-assault weapon? Have you? Uh, I, I don't know. I haven't found that yet. It just sounds like a scary term. So Joe Biden's clear that first, he doesn't know anything. It's second, that the assault weapons ban works. So we're going to push to take away your rifles now. Okay, so let's go to the data. This is not a right-leaning website, by the way. Um, let's go to ProPublica, who fact-checked this. They're fact-checking Dianne Feinstein, who was another liberal senator um, who pushed the assault weapons ban, who claimed it worked. So again, ladies and gentlemen, let me be crystal clear. This is not a right-leaning website. This is an article from 2014 by Lois Beckett. The headline, by the way, read this. It's in my newsletter today, Bongino.com slash newsletter to access this article. Read the whole thing because the assault weapons ban is coming back right now. You heard Joe Biden's words, and we should probably know if it actually did anything. Headline, fact-checking Feinstein on the assault weapons ban. The senator says, quote, the evidence is clear. The ban worked. Except there's no evidence it saved lives. And the researcher behind the key statistic Feinstein cites says it's an outdated figure that was based on a false assumption. Folks, for the third time, this is not a right-leaning website. So what did the assault weapons ban under the Clinton administration that Joe Biden has just swore to you on video work, showing you he's a liar and a fraud, which we already knew, but just buttressing my claims that Biden is entirely full of crap. I'm for the Second Amendment. I'm against the Second Amendment. The assault weapons ban worked. I don't know anything, but I'm doing something about something I don't know. Here's what the law actually did do, the assault weapons ban. Quote, a definitive study of the 1994 law, which prohibited the manufacture and sale of semi-automatic uh, guns with, mili with military-style features, such as pistol grips or bayonet mounts, as well as magazines holding more than 10 rounds. Listen, folks, for the liberals, shake off your dunce caps here. The study found, quote, no evidence that it had reduced overall gun crime. Or made shootings less lethal. Did I read that right? It looks, looks like I did. Guy was kind enough to highlight it for me. Quote, we cannot clearly credit the ban with any of the nation's recent drop in gun violence. The DOJ, that's Department of Justice for the liberals listening. The DOJ funded study 
concluded in 2004. Should it be renewed, the ban's effects on gun violence are likely to be small at best and perhaps too small for reliable measurement. So just to round that up a bit, Joe Biden, president of the United States, clearly said in his little spiel there, we should get this assault weapons ban back. I was all for it back in the day when I still had all my cognitive capabilities and it worked. Despite the fact, wait, wait, hold on. Don't pull that away yet, Geek. Sorry. Despite the fact, (laughs) poor guy. I threw him a total curveball there. Despite the fact it says no evidence, no evidence. I totally screwed you up, didn't I? Poor guy. I feel bad. Don't sweat. It's part of the show, brother. Don't sweat it. Found no evidence that it had reduced overall gun crime or made shootings Less lethal. Paula would throw something at me. He won't do that. Paula would like launch a <laughs> launch a projectile at me if I did that to her. No, she wouldn't. She loves me. I love her too. I, I, I'm reading it right, and and I encourage you all to read that too, ladies and gentlemen. That is not a left leaning website. So why would Joe Biden push a long discredited, ridiculous, absurd talking point? That the assault weapons ban worked and we need more common sense gun control. Common sense. Well, it'd be common sense if the data supported it, right? It would be sensible. It'd be common enough that we could all read it. But it's not common because it's not there and it's not sensible because it doesn't say that. Because as I said in a viral speech I gave on the attack on our Second Amendment rights years ago, I gave it in Annapolis. It was all off the cuff. I was handed a microphone at a Second Amendment rally. It happened about 10 years ago. But it came from the heart. If you want to look it up in a search engine, you can watch it yourself. I'm not going to play it, but the speech had millions of views. The point I made in the speech was this has never, ever been about gun control. This has always been about people control. Every effort at gun control, when you look at the actual facts and data, which I'll give you in a moment, has failed in spectacular fashion. There's no evidence any of it works. All it does is control innocent people who've done nothing wrong. And by control, I mean it stops them from being able to protect themselves or their family and makes you reliant on the government for your protection. But maybe that's been the agenda the whole time. What better way to soften you up to the power, power of government, the necessity of government in your life? That's the liberal position, right? That's what they want. What better way to make you powerless to rely on them for the defense of you and your family? Which is ironic because they want you to rely on the arm of the government, the police department, while simultaneously claiming they want to defund the police. Kind of weird, isn't it? This is never, ever ever been about gun control. This has always been about people control. And if you believe otherwise, I am deeply sorry that you have been brainwashed into such stupidity. Now, how do I know that? How do I know that? Because I'm going to show you data in a minute about just how insane these gun control policies they've pushed in the past have been because they don't work. They've actually created the opposite effect. But I want to play a quick video for you first. This is a liberal far leftist, Veronica Escobar, a congresswoman from Texas. Here's her, I, I believe, on one of the news networks, leftist news networks yesterday. 
telling you they will stop at nothing to come and grab your guns and make you powerless and make you rely on government exclusively for their for your security, despite wanting to defund the police. She's saying now that if the Senate and their rules, you know, the filibuster, that thing we've had for, for centuries now, if the Senate were to filibuster gun control, she's a House member, by the way, she wants the filibuster gone too. That's how much they want in your gun safe to take your guns away. You don't believe me? Listen to their own words. Check this out. This is not the first horrible, violent attack on their community. And so they've lived through a lot. Um, you know, in, in the Congress, as you mentioned, the House of Representatives last week, for the second time, we've passed two important initial pieces on, on gun violence prevention. The problem is in the Senate, even with a majority, a slim majority, because of the filibuster, it's going to be very, very difficult to get anything done. You know, the filibuster to, to many of us is uh, a tool, an instrument for government gridlock. And um, we need action and we need it right away. Just listen to them, folks. You don't have to pay any attention to my warnings if, you, if you're a liberal listening to the show. And, oh, that Dan Bongino, conspiracy theorist. I'm just playing you their own words. They want to reinstitute an assault weapons ban that didn't work. They don't even know what an assault weapon is. And they want it so badly, they're already calling to eliminate the filibuster to dig into your gun safe and confiscate your guns. Just listen to what they're telling you. You don't have to take my word for it. Just listen to them. All right, let me get to my second spot. But on the other side of this, I'm going to entirely eviscerate two of their stupid talking points that, number one, the Second Amendment is some kind of collective right. And secondly, do more guns equal more crime, like the Democrats keep saying? We'll have to see. There's some data on that. We'll have to check that out. <laughs> nice catch, dude. All right, today's show brought to you by Simply Safe. Listen, everyone wants to keep their home and family safe, whether it's from a break in, fire, flooding, or a medical emergency. Simply Safe Home Security delivers award winning 24 7 protection. With Simply Safe, you don't just get an arsenal of cameras and sensors, you get the best professional monitors in the business. They've got your back day and night, ready to send police, fire, or EMTs when you need them most. Simply Safe was super easy for us to set up. Paula set it up. It took her a, about an hour. We have a, a, our house is arrayed a little different, but it's really quick to set up and super easy. Simply Safe has an arsenal of sensors and cameras. We got one right there that protect every inch of your home. You can set it up yourself in about 30 minutes. It's super easy. Simply Safe's professionals then take over and monitor your home 24-7, ready to send help the moment there's an alarm. Plus, with Simply Safe, there's no long-term contract, no hidden fees, and no installation costs. Right now, my listeners get a free home security camera when you purchase a Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino. You get a 60-day risk-free trial, so there's nothing to lose. The URL is simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino for your free security camera today. That's S-I-M-P-L-I, simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino, simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino. Check it out. Get that free security camera today. It's a great system. All right, folks, moving on. So one of the Democrats' discredited, easily discredited talking points by the way, that's been already debunked by a, the D.C. versus Heller case. But they keep saying it no matter what, is they say, well, you know, the Constitution doesn't give the individual the right to protect themselves. It's a collective right through the militia. So I thought this is interesting. Maybe we just show what the Second Amendment says using very specific phraseology and then we compare it 
to other rights in the Constitution where they were clearly meant for the individual. So the Second Amendment, you can see, says a well-regulated militia being necessary, comma, comma, being necessary to the security of a free state, comma, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. So liberals who know nothing about the Constitution and nothing about reading comprehension, they have a really tough time with words and all. They'll say to themselves, well, that right of the people refers to the militia. It does? Because that's really fascinating. Because when right of the people is used in other amendments, it clearly refers to, wait for it, the right of the people. Like a person. People. Here's the First Amendment. Precedes the Second Amendment for the liberals listening. Protecting religion, speech, press, clearly uses the words, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble. Is that a collective right too? When they said right of the people, so your right to free speech and your free exercise of religion is a collective, not an individual right? Was that is the left making that argument too? I'm just I'm just I haven't heard that argument. Haven't heard it, but it's the exact same language as the Second Amendment after the first one. So kind of strange how the framers of the Constitution who drew up the Bill of Rights would use the exact same term, right of the people, to mean an individual right, but then say, no, no, but not for the Second Amendment. See, that, 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 uh, those words appear again in the Fourth Amendment, where it says the, quote, right of the people to be secure in their persons basically from uh, unlawful surf, search and seizure. Is that a collective right too? The framers were just confused about their language. They just randomly threw that in there. No, that's clearly an individual right. Police can't break down your door without a warrant. So explain to me again how the right of the people in the Second Amendment meant something different than it meant in the other amendments. I'd love to hear it. Here's the last part on this. Again. Liberals and they're they're almost allergic to facts, and it's it's really infuriating because when you give them facts, they just either lie to you or they just move on. It reminds me of that that Al Sharpton clip we played. Al Sharpton will make appearance in a few minutes in the show, but that Al Sharpton clip we played last week in the tax show with John Stossel, where Al, Al Sharpton says, "Hey, there's this number that." the rich people should pay in taxes percentage-wise. And Stossel gives them the number. Sharpton's number was actually lower. And then Sharpton just moves on like nothing ever happened. This is what liberals do when you cite facts to them. So I have this chart I keep uh, keep handy. It's from AEI, American Enterprise Institute. And it so clearly eviscerates the dopey liberal talking point that more guns equal more crime, therefore we should control guns, that you would think a common sense person would say, okay, I'm going to move on, at least try a different talking point. But no, facts never get in the way of a stupid liberal argument. So this chart, I want you to put this first one up here, if you don't mind, Ergie. There's a reason this chart's from 1994 to 2014. 1994, so the assault weapons ban, we would think, oh my gosh, like 10 years, you know, we'd see after this thing, the assault weapons ban lapsed. Clearly there was an explosion of people owning firearms. So there must've been a bump up in the gun homicide rate too, because the leftists have told us more guns equal more crime. Um, for those of you watching on Rumble, you're probably looking right now on the video going, uh, that doesn't seem to be what happened. For you audio listeners, let me describe to you the chart. It's not complicated. It measures the number of guns owned, privately owned, 
and the gun homicide rate. Get ready, libs. This one's going to be tough. The number of privately owned firearms in that 10-year period went up by 56%. Up. Up. That means towards the sky for the liberals listening, you know, up. What happened to the gun homicide rate? It went down for liberals. Again, that's the opposite of up. It dropped 49%. So wait, 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 wait. So the number of privately owned firearms went up and the gun homicide rate went down. So again, if you do the whole like tolerance, coexist, facts, data, we believe the science, follow the science. Well, science involves data accumulation and facts analysis, and the data clearly says the opposite thing happened. But that never lets liberals get in the way of lying to you and going, no, no, more guns equal more crime. The chart says the opposite. More guns, less gun homicide. Again, liberals, gun rate ownership up, gun homicide rate down, down the opposite. Down, moving towards the earth, this the subterranean mass, the mantle and the core, up towards the sky, atmosphere, clouds and stuff. I need you to visualize up and down because I know that's really hard. Here's another chart from AI because I can tell you, right? I'm always ahead of these libs because they're so, so predictable. Libs will tell you, well, that doesn't measure gun ownership per person. That could be one person buying 10 million guns. Oh, okay, that's stupid, but. Whatever. So let's measure gun ownership per person versus the gun homicide rate per person. (laughs) You'll notice the same phenomenon, folks. Gun ownership per person up. Gun homicides per person down. Again, liberals, up one direction, down the other. So your ridiculous assertion, more crime, more guns, guns, crime, gun control, take people's guns is stupid. The Department of Justice's own analysis of your assault weapons ban said it was crap, that it didn't work. Your data of more guns equal more crime is the opposite. More guns, less crime. And per person, more guns per person, less gun homicide per person entirely eviscerates and debunks your stupid talking points. Listen to me. I get it. I totally understand you will not stop lying and you will still continue to insist that you have data that more more guns equals more crime. I get it. You don't, but I get it. You'll continue to lie. One last point. Correlation does not equal causation. I get that. Just because there's a correlation between gun ownership going up and gun crime going down does not necessarily mean the relationship is causal. Because I believe in actual science, unlike liberals. Because two variables are correlated does not mean one caused the other. I've used the example a million times on the show. Because people get more colds in the winter does not mean the cold weather caused the cold. They're correlated because in cold weather, there's a third variable. Mucus production in your nose. People spend more time inside, poorly ventilated. And because there's more mucus production in your nose, people touch their face more which transmits cold viruses up their nose. The cold weather did not cause the virus. There was a third variable. Correlation does not equal causation. My point here is that the left doesn't have either. There is no causal inference between more crime equated and uh, more guns causing more crime. There's no co- And there's no correlation either. They don't have either. The correlation goes in the other direction. 
They're just making it up. All right. All right. Before I get to my next sponsor, I just want to thank you for a moment. I want to put up this article because you are the best audience in the business. And I, I want to recognize you as often as I can. And I have a, I don't ask for a lot, but I have a quick ask if you wouldn't mind. It's totally up to you. Um, but I'd appreciate, I'll get to that in a second, but a really big thank you. I mean it. Uh, here's an article I saw this morning on Media Post about our website. It says most conservative sites lost traffic in February, but a few stood out. Ray Schultz at Media Post. Check this out. It's really, I, I can't thank you all enough. Everyone else's sites are collapsing, but look at that. In contrast, Bongino.com grew by 155%. <laughs> all these other sites. I, don't, I, I love these other sites. Washington Times, PJ Media, Washington Examiner. But our site grew while everyone else's is going down. Uh, Bongino.com. So um, thank you. Uh, really, I mean it. You all have uh, so richly rewarded me and my whole team here that... Uh, it means a lot that even during this news crisis, a terribly boring president who's a total disaster policy-wise for the country, you still managed to, uh, to go to our site and read it. So thank you very much. And I, just a simple ask, on my newsletter today, bongino.com slash newsletter, if you get it, if you just go to bongino.com and click on the podcast episode today, the, the show notes are attached to it as well if you, if you don't have my newsletter. There's a link in the beginning. It's the first link. Um, I have a request from one of my partners uh, that's, that sells the show, Westwood One. Well, they're doing a presentation, and if some of you would like to appear in it, it's a video link. If you want to record a quick video as to what you like about the show, we'd appreciate it. Totally up to you, obviously, but it would mean a lot to us. So the link is in the show notes today, the newsletter, bongino.com slash newsletter. Um, if you, it's for a presentation at uh, my, my business partner there. If you'd like to do it, again, totally up to you. The link is pretty clear on how to do it. So we'd really appreciate it. Check it out. Um, thank you very much. All right. Coming up next, right after this spot here. So the left, again, never letting a crisis go to waste, is going to the most disgusting narrative possible, which is having real side. I'm going to play side effects. I'm going to play a video for you at the end from MSNBC that is probably going to freak you out. I'm sorry to have to play it, but you need to be aware of what's going on. It's very disturbing. All right, today's show brought to you by our friends at Let the Mouthwatering Begin, Omaha Steaks. You ever wonder what makes them so good? It's the aging process. Omaha Steaks ages their steaks at least 21 days because that's the sweet spot. It's where the magic happens. You can try these mouthwatering steaks in their Butcher's Best Sellers Grill Pack. It includes four of their iconic and fork tender Butcher's Cut Filet Mignons. <clears throat> Four ultra-juicy burgers, four savory pork chops, desserts, and so much more. Don't wait. Go today. We eat this stuff all the time. It is dead good. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter Bongino into the search bar and get the special price on this Butcher's Best Sellers package. Plus, you'll get four more chicken breasts and four more of those delicious, delectable, juicy burgers for free. Omaha Steaks has been the leader in gourmet, gourmet steaks and food since 1917. No one com comes close to matching the flavor, tenderness, and the value of Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks equals perfectly aged, 100% American grain finished beef for the ultimate in tenderness, juiciness, and flavor. I can't, I love this. All backed by our unconditional 100% money back guarantee. How do you get this, uh, this special offer now? Go to omahasteaks.com and type keyword Bongino in the search bar and order the butcher's best seller pack today. Don't forget, you'll get the four free chicken breasts and four of their delicious, juicy, you'll never eat another burger other than theirs. 
I just call them that. You'll never eat another burger other than the Omaha burger. That's omahasteaks.com, keyword Bongino in the search bar. Go today. Mm, now I'm hungry. All right, getting back to the show. So uh, liberalism is a total forest fire committed to eating the country alive and burning it down. <laughs> I actually wrote that down. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I want to make sure I just get right to the point. But Dan, they're all about science and tolerance and they have bumper stickers on their cards. It says coexist. Coexist with who? They want separate graduation ceremonies in colleges to make sure everybody's in their own separate racial group. We used to call that segregation. And Joe, last time I checked, that was a really bad thing. Yep. Just, okay, Joe agrees. Joe agrees, very bad. We don't like that. We, we don't support that here. Leftists, they love segregation. That's everything. So the left never lets a crisis go to waste and they will burn the country down because that's what they want to do. This latest Boulder crisis has just provided another opportunity for them, people like Barack Obama, Al Sharpton, and others, um, to introduce a racial component to this, despite the fact that the shooter uh, in this scenario in Boulder, we have no idea yet what his motive is, and there's zero evidence at all that there was anything racial to do with it at all. But again, don't let evidence get in the way. I mean, Joe Biden told you at the beginning of the show he doesn't have any idea what happened anyway. There's a great article by Gerard Baker in the Wall Street Journal talking about how foreign governments, like enemies of ours, you know, China, Russia and all, really can't stand us, are starting to figure out that their best friends are, who, wait for it, communists? No, American liberals. No way. No, yes way. Here's a headline. Western culture elites are giving away Lenin's rope. Some of you get the reference right away. How can a nation prevail in an ideological struggle when its leaders believe its values are evil? That's a really great question. Foreign adversaries of the United States who would like nothing more than to see the United States collapse realize in a one-on-one -on -one military fight, they're probably not going to win that. So what better way to expedite the downfall of the United States than to light a fire inside of the United States so it eats itself up? Yes, the Chinese figured that out a long time ago that their best friends are liberals in America. Remember the line attributed to Lenin? Capitalists will sell us the rope with which we will hang them. Who knew he was going to be so correct? Here's a quote from Gerard Baker's piece about the Chinese figuring out that their best buddies for destroying the country are our own liberals who want it torn up into shreds. He's talking about these racial qualities, Gerard Baker, and how the left is obsessed with them. He says, quote, and of course, it's the fanatical insistence on the qualities that divide rather than unite Americans, race, sexual orientation, and multifarious gender as the principal characteristics of identity. How bitterly ironic that Marxist theories of structural oppression that were discredited by the experience of America's ideological adversaries in the last century are now rampant in the most influential strat of American society in this one. Lenin may get the last laugh. The Chinese have proved much more adept than their Russian predecessors at adapting the precepts of Marxism to economic reality. As Lenin predicted, they've had plenty of help from American capitalists 
in the process. Bingo. The verdict is in. Gerard Baker's onto something. Why try to destroy the country from the outside if you're a Chinese communist? Just use American liberals to burn it to the ground from the inside. And how would you do that? Create insurmountable divisions. When you create those divisions, white, black, Hispanic, uh, 6,000 different genders, uh, transphobic, homophobic, istophobic, phobophobic, phobophobes, put everybody in a corner by category and then like a Royal Rumble in the old WWF, now WWE, six Sick everyone against each other. That's American liberals doing that. Well, why? Because they can't stand this country. They hate it. And the founding principles of meritocracy, economic freedom, and other things that enabled big, bold, God-given rights like freedom, school choice, economic liberty, that created something liberals hate and need to destroy and rip America to shreds over. It created a meritocracy where anyone, through their hard work, through the dirt under their fingernails, where anyone could get ahead and make a decent life for themselves. And liberals hate that. Liberals hate a meritocracy. Liberal, liberals think they're the anointed ones, as Thomas Sowell says in his excellent book, Vision of the Anointed. They're the anointed ones. They're really smart. They shouldn't have to work hard. You should just recognize their superiority because they're academic liberals with bow ties and they're smarter than you stupid deplorables. So they need to destroy the country. And constant victimhood and sicking victim groups against each other is a way to empower themselves to do it. You don't believe me? Look at the really smart people. And believe me, I'm using the term smart loosely. Barack Obama. Uh, wasn't he a Harvard, Harvard guy? He taught a course, course as a lecturer, and I think he was cited as a professor, which was hilarious. Um, here's a New York Post article. Be in the newsletter again, bongino.com slash newsletter if you want to check it out. Here's Obama always there to add fuel to the fire of division, right? So we had this shooting in Boulder. Joe Biden admitting in the beginning of the show he knows nothing about the motive or anything. Doesn't stop Obama and Biden from chiming in um, because they're the smart people. We're all apparently really stupid. Here's the New York Post article, Stephen Nelson. Obama on the Boulder shooting. Disaffection, racism, and misogyny drive killings. Let's be crystal clear. Obama knows absolutely nothing about this. He's not even the president anymore. Biden is. And Biden himself just acknowledged on video in the beginning of the show that he knows nothing about the motive at all. So Obama, always eager to rip the country to shreds and sick black versus white versus Hispanic, because that's what he does. Because he's a Harvard man, I guess, right? Super smart. We're all stupid. Decides he already knows what the motive is for Ahmad Aliwi Alisa murdering or allegedly murdering people. He already knows. New York Post, quote, Barack Obama on Tuesday released a statement on the Boulder shooting saying recent killings are being driven by disaffection, racism, and misogyny. He knows none of that. Despite Colorado officials identifying the gunman who slaughtered 10 inside a grocery store as a Syrian-born immigrant, authorities have not alleged a motive for suspect Ahmad Alaliwi Alisi, 21, but his brother told the Daily Beast he was, quote, very antisocial and suffered from paranoia and possible mental illness. Here's a crazy idea, Barack. 
Maybe you should hold out on your commentary until you actually know what happened. Just an idea. I know it's crazy. But again, there's power in tearing the country to shreds by creating fictitious motives that you just have no idea about. There's power in it. This keeps Obama in the news. Found this on Andy Noe's Twitter account, who's a great journalist. Andy Noe pointed this out. He took some screenshots from another blue check mark Twitter guy, Uzair Hassan Rizvi. He says he's a journalist for AFP South Asia who specializes in, wait for it, debunking misinformation and fake news. He's a fact checker. So this is Uzair uh, Hassan Rizvi. He's a debunker, Joe, of misinformation, just so you know. That's what he does. He no. fact checks. So, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep that in your mind. Yeah, yeah, Will do. Yeah. Okay. So here's his uh, tweet, Uzair Rizvi. He says, uh, a poor white guy who may have had a bad day or just a sex addict killed at least 10 people in Boulder. He was only apprehended and not choked or shot to death because he was not brown, black, or a Muslim. And yes, he is only a shooter, not a terrorist. Hashtag Boulder shooting. Uh, this this guy's the fact checker um, at, a, at AFP. Just want to throw that out there, folks. Here's another gem from our good friend Al Sharpton made an appearance on the show last week. Sharpton, uh, in regards to the tragic shootings in the uh, massage parlors of uh, Asian victims, again, nobody has any idea what the motive is despite what the actual alleged shooter said that it was because he was a sex addict. But of course, never passing up an opportunity to burn the country to the ground, these race hustlers have to fabricate a racial motive because that's where their power is. Article by Eddie Scarry, Washington Examiner, be in the show notes today. Again, Al Sharpton can't admit who is really targeting Asian Americans. So Scarry has an interesting point. Al Sharpton apparently went on a rant on his show about how this is some kind of racial thing where all of these, I guess, white supremacists are targeting Asi Asian Americans. Asian, but what he conveniently leaves out is something interesting. Let me quote from Eddie Scary's piece. The idea that the targeting of Asian Americans is about white supremacy and that Trump caused it is a preposterous lie. That's why even though the liberals at CNN and MSNBC hyped the race of the victims, listen, the victims, when discussing any crime against Asians, they're curiously silent about the race of the perpetrators. That's really weird. Why would they do that? If this is really about white supremacy, then there appears to be an awful lot of black and brown skin white supremacists on the loose committing violent crimes against Asians. Again, let's not let actual evidence and facts get in the way here, folks. God forbid that happens. Now, what is all of this doing, all of this race hustling and pouring the identity politics gasoline on the fire of racial divisions in this country? People like Obama, Al Sharpton, Ilhan Omar and others constantly attributing Joe Biden, attributing false racial motives to absolutely real tragedies. What is it doing? 
You think this is benefiting the country somehow? Why does the Chinese communists see such an asset in American liberals? Because they know American liberals are going to cause such severe racial strife in this country that it's going to cause things like this. This is the actual result of this. This is a video I was talking about before. This doesn't freak you out. I don't know what will, by the way. Here's a video from MSNBC talking about, and this is their quote, black militias um, who are now training, apparently, to take on police who are targeting them, despite the fact that are police actually targeting them? We'll get to that data after this clip. Check this out. Mika, good morning. The bottom line is this group says that the U.S. government, as well as law enforcement, simply does not do enough to protect black Americans in this country, which is why they say they're taking matters into their own hands. And interestingly, Mika, this is a group that is growing. They say they now boast recruits in nearly every single state. So we decided to go and embed with them and see exactly what they're doing and why. Take a listen. The sound of war right here at home. This is the NFAC, an all-black militia with a mission to defend the black community by any means necessary. So this is training for one of the new chapters. Yes. Appearing by the hundreds at protests from Stone Mountain, Georgia to Louisville, Kentucky, demanding justice for police killings and countering what they believe is the threat of right-wing militias. Now, let me be absolutely crystal clear, crystal clear, clear as a crystal. You, I absolutely vigorously support your right to defend yourself, to train to defend yourself. That's not what this is about. What this is about is something totally different. The purpose of this group is they actually believe they're being targeted by the police because race hustlers out there have told them that. But again, I thought the left was all about science and facts. So I'm going to take a quick break here. But on the other side is I'm going to get to the actual facts to see if this group is onto something here. They're all being targeted because that's not exactly true. All right, take a quick break here. Our final sponsor today, I needed it. I've been really uh working a lot lately but that's okay work is good it's purifying so i've been sleeping pretty good at night thanks to my helix sleep mattress helix sleep what do they do different they have a quiz it takes two minutes to complete and it matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you what a great idea why would you buy a mattress made for someone else makes no sense with helix you're getting a mattress you know will be perfect for the way you sleep everybody's unique helix knows that they have several different mattress models to choose from. Soft, medium, firm mattresses. Mattress is great for cooling you down if you sleep hot like I do. And even a Helix Plus mattress for plus-size sleepers. I took the Helix quiz. You know what I was matched? Helix quiz. I was matched to the Midnight Lux mattress, which I love. I needed something a little firm. Helps me with my terrible shoulders. It's been awesome getting unboxing videos from many of you who found the Helix mattress of your dreams. So if you are looking for a mattress, take the quiz. Order the mattress you're matched to. The mattress comes right to your door, ship for free. You don't need to go to a mattress store ever again. Helix is fantastic, but you don't need to take my word for it. They were awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. They are fantastic. We have two of them in the house. My mother-in-law, three actually, one in the other house. My mother-in-law lives in. They have a 10-year warranty. You get to try it out for a 100-night sleep trial, risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it. That's how confident they are. Helix also offers exclusive discounts for our military, first responders, teachers, and students. Very nice. Helix is offering up to 
$100 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. How do you get this great deal? HelixSleep.com slash Dan. H-E-L-I-X. HelixSleep.com slash Dan. HelixSleep.com slash Dan. Go today. Okay. So again, folks, back to the content here. You would think that the left's incessant stirring of the racial pot in the United States, claiming to people the police are targeting you if you're black and therefore the need to form a militia to defend yourself. You think that would be based in something like actual facts? Well, here's a Wall Street Journal article we cited last week that has the actual facts. Again, another study. <laughs> I'm, I, sorry, folks, I don't mean to laugh. It's a very serious topic. But again, it's just, does anything the left ever tell you? Is any of it ever true? The assault weapons ban worked. Actually, a study said it didn't work. Doesn't matter. I said it worked. Police are targeting black individuals throughout the United States. Yeah, but there's a DOJ study that says that's not happening. Doesn't matter. I'm a liberal. I said it's happening. Well, then it must be true. Here's the actual data from the government, by the way, about, quote, targeting and systemic racism in policing. The new BJS report took victims' responses on the 2019 study and compared them with arrest rates by police supplied by the FBI's reporting program. It found this, folks, that for non-fatal violent crimes that victims said were reported to police. So this is the victim saying it. it's not, this can't be biased, not the police report. It's victims saying it, that whites accounted for 48% of offenders and 46% of arrestees. Blacks accounted for 35% of offenders and 33% of arrestees. Asians accounted for 2% of offenders and 1% of arrestees. None of these differences between the percentage of offenders and the percentage of arrestees of a given race were statistically significant. So, you know, crazy things like data and facts always get in the way of stupid liberal arguments and liberal hyperbole that causes black individuals to feel they need a militia to protect themselves against the police when the data doesn't say anything of the sort. But, you know, rather than turning down the temperature in the country and say things I believe in and my conservative friends, like maybe we should start just judging people by their character and the things they do. I know that's an insane idea on the left. They do the opposite. They turn the temperature up and say, no, no, maybe we should start dividing people again by racial groups and then tell those racial groups that everybody else is targeting them, including the police, despite there's no data to actually back that up. In case you needed a little insight, by the way, into the liberal mind, our friend John Gabriel on Twitter, who is one of the funniest guys around, he's over at Ricochet. John Gabriel has a handy media narrative guide for reporting violent crime, for reporting on violent crime, by the way. And this is meant to be a joke. It's it's actually not. Gabriel's handy-dandy media chart, if you go to rumble.com slash Bongino, you can look at it, is actually spot on. So this is a guide for our liberal media he puts up there. I'll go through a few of them. So if the attacker's a non-white shooter and the victim is white, the narrative's gun control. The attacker's a white shooter and the victim's non-white, the narrative's racism and flags. Non-white attacker and non-white victim run a story about the Kardashians instead. So, how again, this is meant to be kind of a take on stupid liberal narratives, but look at it. So let's look at the tragedy of what happened in Boulder. It was a non-white shooter. The victim, maybe white or not, but what was the narrative? Gun control. John was right. But then when you scroll down a bit and you see at the bottom here, 
that this, the attacker may be Muslim and the victims are non-Muslim. What's the narrative? Reaction to Islamophobia. This, this is meant to be a humorous take on stupid media narratives, and yet it comes true every single time. It's like the Babylon Bee coming to life. He and I were talking about the Babylon Bee this morning. Back to page two. We're on to page two of the show. We got to get to, no matter what, we got to do Rubio's UFO thing. I got to do the UFO thing. You know, just stay tuned. You'll see what I mean. If that's how we end the show, that's how we end the show. But I got to do the UFO thing. But I just wanted to, I want to get to this story because it is important. Ladies and gentlemen, what the hell's going on at the FBI? Here's an article by the great Tom Elliott at Grabian. Again, be in the newsletter today, Bongino.com slash newsletter. The FBI seems really spectacular these days, you know, targeting political campaigns like the Trump team and the dangerous, I'm being hyperbolic and ridiculous, obviously, Roger Stone. Remember they had a raid Roger Stone's house? Remember that, Joe? SWAT team at the front door, Roger, who's, I don't even know how old Roger Stone is. Is he 70? I met him one time at an event in Fort Lauderdale. Um, he didn't strike me as like the ninja type. Remember like Shokasugi, Revenge of the Ninja? He didn't exactly strike me as a super dangerous ninja assassin, but the FBI didn't matter. They had like the full SWAT team at his house in case Roger like came outside doing ninja moves or whatever it was. So they're really good at that kind of stuff. But the Bureau seems to be missing a whole lot. So here's an article you really need to read my newsletter today on Grabian. 18 people the FBI were warned about, but still failed to stop. Maybe they should spend a little more time on like the whole terror thing and not the whole political targeting of campaigns. Just throwing that out there. So here's a screenshot. I don't have them all because it's too long. So Guy's going to scroll down. Uh, the, under, the underwear bomber, the Fort Hood terrorist, the Boston Marathon bomber, three Americans who joined ISIS in Syria, the Garland, Texas terrorist, a serial sexual molester, a man who shouted Allahu Akbar while attacking patrons at an Israel-owned deli, Pulse Nightclub, a Virginia man, New York City bomber, Parkland man, Corey Johnson, Waffle House, Anthony Moore. It goes on and on and on, ladies and gentlemen. There are 18 of them. So, you know, maybe it's kind of a good idea to just focus less on the whole targeting of political campaigns. Maybe focus a little bit more on the whole, like, terrorism thing. You know, folks, I don't speak with forked tongue on this. I was a federal agent myself. And one of the things the Secret Service did best, you know, we had our faults like any other agency. We certainly had our knuckleheads too. Every agency does. But when we got the threat, a threat to the president, which happened often, people call in the Secret Service, the Protective Intelligence Squad. That's a squad that handles presidential threats, giving you a little inside baseball in the Secret Service. If you're in that squad, you basically sit around like a fireman and wait for a fire to happen. You don't start a fire. So we'd sit around and we'd get a call, you know, once a day sometimes. Hey, you know, my buddy, I just found a note in his garage threatening President Clinton or Obama or Bush or whatever. You may want to look into that. I was in that squad in New York. You'd have to take the call, write a little report, boom, out right away and interview that person. One of the things we were really good at and psychologists and mental health professionals have even noted this in research studies. They're like, darn, the Secret Service is really good at judging people's um, threat level and threat assessing. They're really good at this. It's because we practice at it a lot and we have a very specific criteria on behaviors that we would believe would indicate to someone being an actual threat and not just bluster. 99.9% .9 of the people who threaten the president, thankfully, don't mean it. They're just saying stupid stuff. Maybe the FBI should work on that a little bit. 
and focus less on spying on political campaigns and stuff. Sorry, guys and ladies. I know a lot of you are dedicated to your job. The overwhelming majority of you are. And you do great work. I've worked with them. But some of the knuckleheads over there are really screwing the place up. All right, let's end with this today. We'll have to, uh, I'm going to have to get to this tomorrow. And you know what? It's actually perfect. We are, just so you know, Guy's been doing some great work here. Guy is our video producer guy, knocking it out of the park. Guy managed to track down Christy Nome, not personally, but her office. We are trying to get her on the Friday show for an interview. When we're going to record it, I don't know. We got to work around the schedule. But I want her, Governor Christy Nome from South Dakota, if we can get her, to be allowed to defend herself against the story that's gone viral about her and the college sports, men, biological men playing in women's sports. I want her to be allowed to defend herself. So I'm going to actually cover this story tomorrow because there's, there's an interesting piece by a friend of mine, Brian Darling, that takes the opposite approach. That, hey, Christy Nome handled this right. I'll cover that a little bit tomorrow and I'll give you an update tomorrow if we can get her. I really want her to be able to give her side. It'll be a fair interview. I, I, you have my word. But the final story of the day is an important one. Here we go with the UFOs again. Here we go. Marco Rubio, uh, hat tip TMZ. TMZ caught up to Marco Rubio. Looks like in Reagan Airport in D.C. And asked Marco Rubio, by the way, maybe the FBI should be focusing on this, alien invasions and stuff or whatever. So they catch Marco Rubio in the airport in Reagan. And they ask him about this story we'd covered earlier. Was it last week or this week? I don't even remember. Maybe it was Monday. Who knows? Um, but... John Ratcliffe, our former director of national intelligence, we covered the interview he did with Maria Bartiromo from Fox, where he just laid out some stunning, eye-opening, oh my gosh moments, saying, yeah, we have evidence from sensors that there were these UFOs out there, and we don't know what they are. Oh, so I have to set alarms for myself, <laughs> folks. Sorry. I had a call at 11.15 Eastern. I missed it. Sorry to the person I was calling. I'll call you in a few. Rubio chimed in on this. And the story gets even worse. They ask Rubio, hey, you know about this UFO thing? So he's a senator, so he's gotten some briefings. And he mentions how, yeah, yeah, we've got some evidence these things flying over military installations. FBI guys, maybe you should be looking into this one. Check this out. You're on that Senate Intel Committee, man. I, I saw you guys are supposed, they're supposed to be, the government is going to actually have to put out everything they know about UFOs to the public. I guess yeah. it's not... Well, for me, the whole thing was this, and that's why we put that language in there. And people think about space aliens. For me, is there stuff flying over military installations, and no one knows what it is, and it isn't ours. So for me, that's logical. You want to know what it is, I and mean, it's common sense, right? If stuff's flying over the top of your most sensitive installations, and it's not ours, and no one knows whose it is. You should find out what it is and tell us. Yeah, yeah, we should. Yeah, we definitely should do that. Maybe the bureau guys, you know, doing the whole Spygate thing. Maybe you should reassign yourselves to the whole UFO thing over military installations. Probably a good idea to find out who that is. Just throwing that out there. By the way, one quick note. The book we talked about by Hugh Ross, Why the Universe is the Way It Is. Hugh Ross, has, he's an astrophysicist who says, no aliens. We're the only people in the universe. I discussed it on the show. Rocketed up the charts on the bookstores. Thanks to you. You went out and bought it. So you, guys and ladies are naturally curious. I love that. All right, folks. Thanks again for tuning in. Please subscribe to the video version of the show rumble.com slash Bongino. We're almost to one and a half million subscribers. Rumble.com slash Bongino. It is all free. Follow the show there. We'd really appreciate it. I will see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but... 
Are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen. <laughs>